whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. At the time, I thought it was chow like goodbye. You know, like chow, rivadurce, sabaro, papa chow. I'm writing him back. So they obviously wanted proof of funds. I didn't have $5 million to bank out. So I falsified documents. <laughs> That's what I do. If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Great cash, homie. <laughs> it was the Pleasure Palace. Yes. There it is. <laughs> yes, the Pleasure Palace. Don't you dare, Isaiah. As long as you close your eyes, it's not bad. Yeah. See, that thing, it got me all up my face. I may have salt in my beard. That's a salt, brother. It's just kind of, it's a really good vibe. And I do come up here for golf a lot. And, and I've golfed some of the best courses, like Pirate's Cove. And So you're telling me the hornier the deer, the more likely he's going to die. Yeah, you know what? You kind of hit it on the head, to be honest. No, God, please, no, no. If anything, we deserve a reward or something, like a trophy. <laughs> is, this, is this where Isaiah finally talks? Yes. yes. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Listen Local podcast. My name is Isaiah Moingen, and we are sponsored by the wonderful and the red cans of Pequot Lakes and Go Lake Sanitation. I am joined by Colton Mayer and Jacob Blazer. Welcome to this snowy, wonderful day. Welcome back. You're very excited. You're getting me excited. Jacob's really not excited, but... Just he's he's really relaxing back. We don't, need to, we don't need to look at him. That's fine. That's fine. One of us is always missing from every, every episode, and... This time it's just Jacob. I'm physically here. Oh, there you ah. go. Not mentally. Got it. Okay, fair enough. Well, Colton, how how has uh, the last couple weeks been for you, man? I don't remember. You don't recall? Um, okay. Not 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 by your own doing or anything like that, but just a, no, just busy. A haze just of crazy. craziness. Last weekend was the Jubilee. Friday night we oh, did yeah. the uh, Gun Palooza for to benefit the uh, Midwest chapter of the Mule Deer Association. Okay. Uh, wow, yeah, those guys do really great things. So, so Gun Palooza, you want some guns, huh? Uh, <laughs> no. What? I got a chuck roast. Oh, hey! Yeah, the meat raffle was fun. Um, yeah, I love how they sprinkle that in there for table, all the losers. My table won a couple things. Oh, yeah. Good, yeah, good. I good. did not. I did not. Good for them. And anybody who's listening and is wondering, the foundation or the event itself is to benefit the foundation, which does not bring mule deer to Minnesota. So it's no. literally just an opportunity for them to make money and for people to win guns. Yes. And I've heard, and it is fun. I, you know, winning guns is, is fun in this area. I would not especially. know. You would not know based on this last weekend. But I'm a loser. Uh, yes. <laughs> I don't even have to talk. I love this. <laughs> Usually, I'm the one getting. <laughs> well, it's been a few weeks since I've been on, so um, I know there's a, quite a few events that I missed. Um, first of all, I know everybody's dying to know, Jacob. How was your Bobber Bocce experience? Oh. Well, we sort of touched on that last week when you weren't here. Um, I was actually going to ask you how your Valentine's Day went, but then I asked about Bauer Bocce instead. I see. Okay. Uh, Valentine's Day <laughs> was Valentine's Day, you know, just another holiday that doesn't matter. Um, by the way, folks. The I'm, Hallmark I'm, card writers disagree. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I was, was going to say, speaking of getting <laughs> shit on, and then, yeah. and then I realized I could have been taken a couple different ways. And, okay, yeah. Odell. Okay. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, uh, let's get back to sorry the, to our sponsors. For yeah. the cursing <laughs> first. Oh no! 
I love it. Here. We're bleeping those. I'm not taking those out. They're just getting bleeped. <laughs> um, and for all you listening, yes, he will not take it out because you you heard him say that. So we're going to continue through that. Something that was not taken out and was, you know, I don't know, decided by the brain trust with our friends over um, at Main Street was their snow sculpture. That was not canceled. <laughs> I, they, like, I'm surprised they didn't get yeah, canceled. There should be like a sensor <laughs> bar over that thing. It was, I got to tell you, though, it was so funny. So actually, as I'm pulling into Niswa, I was on with our buddy, Jeremiah, from the getaway. And I said, there is a gnome with his ass cheeks up in the sky as their sculpture. And he goes, well, duh, that's what gnomes do. So I guess I was like... Not in the know, but um, not in the know. That was pr- no. <laughs> nah, nah, good one, Isaiah. That was probably that, that's one of a them. thing. Yeah, I guess so. I didn't realize it, but it was funny because on Sunday I came in to go to Gamley's and I brought my uh, roommate who's from Michigan, and I was like, "Oh wait, I gotta go to the next, you know, next turn into Niswa because I gotta show him the sculpture." And he was like, "You guys do this stuff every year," and I'm like. Yeah, but this is this is kind of a unique thing. Like this isn't like every year. <laughs> um, sure do. But the butt cheeks were up in like they were noticeable. Like his butt cheeks were up in the sky. And yeah, they so, said welcome to Niswa on his butt cheeks. Okay. Yes. So he has he was tatted up. Yeah. His cheeks were tatted. Gonna That's be- the Niswa spirit right there. I mean, Pam was probably all over it. Yeah. <laughs> welcome uh, to Niswa. Yeah. It Hashtag was, Niswa. It was a super fun day though. Um I know I met up with you guys over at the Legion. Isaiah, we went to the Pickle and Main Street. Yeah, it was wonderful. I showed up at the Legion right as like the bags tournament was going, which yeah. is fine because I looked on the the, the floor and there was uh, a team that had their names, like their own jerseys. They were playing bags. And I said, mm, no, no, I'm glad I'm not playing because that does not look fun. Uh, yeah, they won. So, uh, yeah. So they thank you win. for coming to... Uh, help support the event but also don't come next year because screw you and your dang jerseys yeah uh second of all uh they did a new pete raffle so for the losers so for myself just like yourself on friday night uh with the whole gun raffle thing um i put in four dollars and and uh, won the won some meat so that was wonderful good for you yeah it was great um but yeah so it's good to be back good to be back in this snowy frigid wonderland that we call home um but i did get to cruise out to uh the caribbean for a little bit i knew that was going to be brought up because we are seeing a lot of snow outside and more snow is on the way you did not have that at your last week's location Uh, they it must have missed us or something because it wasn't there um definitely was well much needed uh 85 degrees and sunny yeah global global warming or something it could have been that Yeah. yeah i don't know what those people do in other countries when they don't have snow like how do you continue through the rest of your year like how do you break it up it's just weird so they must uh be a little confused but um you know i learned something when i was over there what i learned is i probably should have taken a spanish class but then again i don't know if it would have helped because you were in the Dominican. <laughs> in the Dominican. <laughs> <laughs> they were, uh, yeah, they, I, I got a lot of weird looks, but it was fine. It was fine. I, I, I knew uh, Colton had taught me um, uno mas por favor. <laughs> por favor. Tomato, potato. Potato, potato. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it got me another drink, so it was okay. And then Punta Cana Airport did not have toilet seats. So <laughs> I don't know what was going on. I don't know if I was on a bad day or something. Yeah, but you got to tell that story. The guy next to you. <laughs> 
I in the stall or what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I get in, I open the stall. We're about to get on a five and a half hour plane ride, right? So I go to the bathroom to whatever. And I open the stall and there's no freaking seat on the toilet. There's no seat. I just see like the empty holes of the base of the toilet. <laughs> and then I knock on the side because I heard somebody next to me and I said, You got a toilet seat over there? And he goes, Nope. <laughs> I'm just, uh, yep. <laughs> yeah, that's there a was new one. Paper, that's so, a new yeah. one. I mean, that airport made Minneapolis look really good. Like, the Delta Sky Club was fantastic. They had a Delta Sky Club? No, yeah, I'm talking about MSB. Putacana made the MSB look really, really nice. <laughs> so, it was, a, it was a great trip. I'm glad to come back to... Uh, the frigid weather. Now, Colton, you've of. you've been to this same area, correct? I have not. I actually go there one week from today. Same spot? Same spot. Oh. Well, yeah, so you have to let me know if they got toilet seats. Maybe they were just on back order. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my yeah, wife supply, said it. Supply chain issues. <laughs> my wife said it right away. I, she said, like, there's no seats in there. I said, okay. Like, I imagine, I thought she meant, like, the paper pull down, whatever. Seat cover. The seat cover type of thing. And then I got it, and I was like... She wasn't lying. There's no seat. <laughs> There's no seat itself. So yeah, that was that was interesting. Also, another thing, um, you guys are wrong because you were talking about the Super Bowl. Uh, we had a really great uh, party at uh, where we were over in Punta Cana. But uh, what is that? Why you we said? Wrong? Hold on. Okay. Sorry, I just I had to throw that in there. <laughs> uh, Kendrick Lamar did deserve to be at that halftime show. That no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Both of you said I don't know why he's there. Yes. Oh, you're saying he I'm did. saying he sh- he should have been there. Generational thing. Yeah, kids these days. Yeah. He was like the no good he, music. He was the predecessor after all of those freaking legends decided to take a nap. He's the one who came out of the woodwork and actually brought some really good music and Is predecessor the right word? I don't know if it is, but I'm just I wanted to say that um I don't it know what smart. that whatever. Yeah, it, uh, doesn't matter. Anyways, so he should have been there. That's all I got to say. It, you know, okay, for for the record, I was watching with my family members and my younger brother and his wife enjoyed Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. And I said, you guys are crazy. And then Eminem came out and we were all saying he should have had a lot more time because Eminem Definitely. was the best. Definitely. The problem is they put Mary J. Blige, a freaking fat upside down 50 cent and Kendrick Lamar in there when it should have been the three legends. Exactly. But exactly. You, but you just said Kendrick Lamar. Belong. No, no, no. If, if I was to remake it, I agree. Like yeah, those, those would be three reg- three legends. But yeah. Hendrick should have been in there, and I, I he deserved it more I than Mary J. And give him the national anthem yeah. or something. Yeah, no, that's not, that's not his type. No. <laughs> oh my god, he's got some got some bangers. Also, um, <laughs> I don't know who thought of this, but they're absolute geniuses. Uh, this weekend at the Jubilee, Girl Scout cookies selling at the pickle. I bought all of the boxes. It's it's very impressive. I don't uh, know why. Did I don't you do know. the buy I, five get? Uh, I, I don't know. I just gave them. I said, "Here's the money in my wallet. Got it. Just give me what I can." Do, so, the rest of it. side note: before when I was just going around there, before you came, or no, you were there. You just weren't by the table at the time. Yep. The scout leader mm-hmm. came up to our table and was talking, and she turns to me, and I was wearing my hat like I always do because I'm a walking billboard for myself. Right. Yep. And she goes, "Oh." Do you work with Blaze Air? And I and then they both oh told her. And you said, this, I am Blaze Air. This is Blaze Air. <laughs> and she goes, Oh my gosh, I love your guys' podcast. And I'm like, 
in the videos. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, and she said she knew the who Blaze Air podcast. She yeah. knew who Colton was with Woods to Water and all of that. So, and I told she's we, asked if we graduated, all graduated from Pequot because she graduated in 05. Yep, but right. thank you for listening. Yeah, I thought you your, so much for listening. your strategy, you know, Isaiah and I yeah, both that agreed, was, was phenomenal. Kim. Yeah, yeah. It was Kim. Kim. Yep. Her name's Kim. Yeah, so thank you, Kim, for the cookies. Um, you are an absolute menace by bringing a girl there during that weekend, but very, very smart of you. So, Next on the list. Next on the list. Um, there was like a 30-car pileup in our area, yeah. and why are we not talking about this? Because there was literally the video that went viral on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I was checking it just because like, I love watching those analytics and stuff like that. It was posted at 1.30, and by 10 o'clock at night, there was... Over three quarters of a million views on it. Really, three quarters of a million views on a from a rando posting. Can we on like a, somehow capture that audience and I would read Colton's like, <laughs> like, can we put the little Woods to Water bug no, no, in no, there? No, I just want the podcast. Just the podcast. Just the podcast. Come on, I have a soul. Don't be so selfish. <laughs> I did get a call. This was hilarious. I got a call. Said this would be great drone footage. So I got a call, and she goes, "Hey." you should bring your drone out to the pileup. And I said, the winds blew cars off the road. <laughs> I don't think. Hey, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I thought about it. it. I, I thought it. about it for a second because yeah. I saw that video. Like yeah. within an hour, there was 100K views. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Blazer needs to get out here with his yeah. drone and get like some. Because the video, he was just kind of walking through. I don't know who it was, but he was just walking through kind of the rubble yep. and whatever. And I mean, luckily, you know, I, you know, there wasn't a. Uh, a lot of people injured, which is great, but it was definitely a, a crazy day. But uh, you should have been out there. You would have been a lot more I appreciate famous. it. Uh, it's, it would have been amazing drone footage. I feel bad for all those people, but newsworthy? That definitely was newsworthy. It was absolutely insane. I mean, insane it made national news. It was so insane. do we know what it was? Was it a semi that started the whole thing and then people just couldn't see? Do We, we don't know anything about it. Not well, sure. I saw that Ashley furniture thing, so yeah. that must be what it is. So, like, anytime anybody wants to buy furniture, they're like six months out. They just plan for pileups. There was also a flatbed full of lumber. Yeah, so um, that was like another two million dollars yeah. worth of damage yeah, right at there. At least, at least seventeen houses will no longer be able to be <laughs> built. Be built. That's going to directly affect our market, right? Yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> there goes the supply chain. Yeah, everybody, sell your house. <laughs> Northwood J- Northwood's agent with Woods to Water Real Estate. Uh, out there handing out business cards during the pileup. Yeah. Guys, is it just me or are we being cynical assholes today? Yeah, we are. But yeah, before we stop bit, doing it, Isaiah brought something up and I'm going to give them a hard time. Stop it. Is this the Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar? No, thing, is this, this is the Mount, Mount Skigo. We have a foot of snow out there today. And Skigo, like, I, I might not know, and I'm probably stupid. I'm sure it has something to do with the grooming or something like that. But don't you think that you'd want to be open for the fresh, powdery snow so you can have at least something close to a mount out there? Mount, that was like mount. a, a <laughs> mountain abbreviation well, for mount. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I came in and I was a little frustrated because I have purchased the season pass. Mm-hmm. I purchased a new snowboard this year and I was all excited to go. But it's been it's been kind of cold recently, like the last three months. And <laughs> yesterday I was like, perfect. I got an evening open. I'm going to go snowboarding. It's going to be fresh powder. And then they posted, we're closing at three. So I was not a happy camper. I understand that their, uh, their staff needs to get home safely and stuff like that. But, oh, yeah. That's uh, true. You know. I apologize. Yeah. Actually, that's, I didn't even think <laughs> so of that. You're, you're so you're an animal. We're back on the cynical side yeah. of the episode. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't think of that angle. So I'm sorry. Because yeah, I just should. think of like 
people having fun and I don't think of like real life. You don't think of why <laughs> all of these businesses in town are actually closing early today. Yeah, you don't think they're all just, just wanting snow. to go home and s- sip coffee on their just couch. Snow. Well, if they wanted coffee. Then Back in the day, people could drive through <laughs> snow. Yeah, I mean, there's that part of like the local cockiness, right? Where it's like, it's just snow. Like, why are you guys ruining, like changing your entire day up? And then we like see 30 car piles up, pileups and we're like, oh, like, okay, it's kind of dangerous. I was thinking Almost about good that. good freaking T-bone. I thought for sure there was going to be, like, memes floating around the internet of people saying, like, mocking Minnesotans because Minnesotan, like, the macho man, like, oh, I Right, like, that's kind of the, like, that mantra where just, you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, we, we can, wow, we're tough. It's just snow. Like, it's just dirty below, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I just stand barefoot on the ice and drill Well, yeah, just whatever. But I think what? with all of this snow... It is a wonderful segue into you've probably never been more excited for a guest. I don't think than this one personally, you know what? I've been excited for a lot of guests, but it's not every day you get to have somebody in your age group that is bringing a brand new event to the Brand Lakes area. And I mean, we talk about it all the time. There is new events or there is events coming around to this area all the time. We've got, Literally the whole winter, and we'll talk about it later, the whole winter is full of all these events that we can participate in as as locals and as travelers. So I'm going to give a a call over to one of my good friends, Justin Olson, and we're going to talk about the Niswa 100. Hello. Is this Justin? Yes, it is. I know. (laughs) Welcome to the Listen Local podcast. You are live and local, uh, but not like actually live, just live in our Day and lives, day and day and ages, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, so we're recording. Justin, how are you today? I'm great. How are you guys? Awesome, awesome. So um, I know you may know of them, but I want to make sure you understand we have Colton Mayer and Jacob Blazer on as well. Um, that will be uh, chatting with you a little bit about the NIST 100. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. So I know this has been like a long time coming, and I think it was probably at least a year ago you came up to me and said dude we're bringing the race circuit to niswa so for those of you who don't know justin olson uh graduated with me uh at pequot lakes we've been friends for a while and justin has been racing snowmobiles and this circuit for i mean how long how long has it been um it's been on the national circuit for about 10 years about 10 years so while uh I was doing whatever I was doing during the week. Justin typically was taking down his snowmobile and rebuilding it. So he was ready for the race the next weekend during the winter. So um, how awesome is this? I mean, it's, it's hard. It's hard to phrase it, but like how big of a deal is it that we're actually bringing this event to the Niswa and, and why is, you know, why is it such a big deal to you? Yeah. So this circuit core power sports um, has recently in the last year or so taken over the, the national circuit. So this is, the biggest cross-country snowmobile race circuit in North America that we are bringing to Nisswa. So that's a big deal for me. Um, there's a lot of local snowmobilers and a lot of clubs around the area, obviously. Snowmobiling is a big deal around here. And so to be able to get these top pro drivers in the world right here in our town um, to come go racing and give us a show is pretty, pretty cool to me. Yeah, definitely. So for those of you who don't, or, or for the people who don't know what this circuit is, can you give just a little bit of a blurb on what the race is, what it looks like, and what like sets you apart from any other snowmobile race? 
Yeah. So most of the races that you see um, are, you know, on a track. You can sit in the bleachers and watch, um, and it's all fairly close by. Uh, this circuit is cross country, so like this race specifically, um, it's a 30 mile course throughout the ditches and the trails in the Nisswa area, and that's what most of them are. They're, they're long distance. Um, you know, guys will be running multiple laps, so we'll be putting in each racer around 100 miles a day, and so. That's the biggest difference is the, the mix of terrain and the length of the course compared to um, any other type of racing that's out there. Yeah, and it's it's so fun, you know, as somebody who's been to these, these races before where it's not just sitting in the bleachers and watching them do oval track or whatever, whatever that is. It's they're taking off from the starting line. They're doing zigzagging through the lake, going through trails, uh, down the ditches, in the woods, the whole nine yards. So uh, the fact that we're able to bring this to Niswa has been really awesome. So we've had a really good team of people kind of putting this whole thing together. So that is this coming up this weekend. Um, and Justin, you actually got to design the track. Yeah, so I, um, I kind of took it upon myself, I guess, uh, someone – knowledgeable with the trail system in the area and the ditches to be able to put together what I could come up with as my best route uh, that these drivers will hopefully like and like so much that they want to come back in, in the years to follow. Now, I don't want to sound pessimistic about this, but there was quite the evolution of that, of that track. Um, a few adjustments along the way, getting through township or, or city approvals, I think was, was one concern. And then just the amount of, uh, road crossings was another one that you guys ran into. What what are the what are the terrains? What, what's the majority of the terrain going to be uh, on this track that you guys did finalize? Yeah, so we had some issues just with getting um, getting everybody on board and making sure that that safety was the number one concern. So what we did was push it uh, just outside of town, west a few miles, and that's better for the racers. It's more wide open, and it also keeps out of the residential areas of of town. So. That's good. And uh, from there, you know, it's mostly going to be some some ditch riding um, that then leads into the trails, groom trail through the woods and down the ditch, um, and then back to the start-finish line, which, like I say, is about five miles west of town here. Justin, uh, what we haven't touched yep. on yet are the amount of racers. Uh, when I saw that number of expected um, snowmobile racers in this event, it sort of blew my mind. Just tell the listeners here, like what all goes into, you know, making sure each and every one of these racers is, is happy and ready for this race. Yeah. So there's going to be, uh, the numbers we would expect is anywhere between, I would say 90 to 110, 120, somewhere in there is a typical event. Uh, that's all the way down from, you know, 10 year old junior racers all the way up to the veterans in the pro class. And so, it's making a race course that's safe for the kids to run, but that's also challenging enough where the pro racers have uh, have a good time, you know, in our challenge. So there's a lot that goes into it. All these drivers getting preparing for the last few weeks again to come to Nisswa, make sure snowmobiles are ready to go. So um, there's a lot of preparation throughout the season, but specifically a race like this um, that they've never been to and that's new is something that a lot of guys I think are excited for. Now, Forgive me, I haven't been to any of these. How fast am I going? And it, are we staggered start, or everybody goes at once? Um, you know, are we? Are we? Is this a time? Yep. So there will or? be. Yep. So there will be. It's a timed event. So there will be four races throughout the day, um, and the last race of the day will be the pro class on Saturday and Sunday. And so they start. They'll start two at a time. 
about 15 seconds apart or so. And so you can probably expect 20 to 30 sleds on the race course at one time. And we'll be looking to see speeds um, throughout the ditches, you know, in that upper 70 to 80 miles an hour, um, maybe even a little bit more. So for somebody that wants to come see some high-speed action, um, it'll definitely be the place to be. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, to have that type of class come into town is really fun. So um, for the people, you know, thinking about, okay, this is sound like an event they want to attend. You, it's not just one spot. So um, we are just west of town. So if you head off of Highway 29, um, it's just just down the road there. We have a whole field set up where it's going to be kind of our pit area where the race is going to start and stop. But it's not just there. You can go throughout the entire course. We have the, the course map posted. So you can go hang out, you know, next to some of those trails. Obviously, if you're riding a sled, um, there are the trails will be marked off for um, those trails that are blocked for the racers. But you can go hang out and watch those guys come cruising across road approaches. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to be getting some air um, and really just uh, honestly taking, taking advantage of this fresh snow. We've got a foot of snow in the forecast for the race weekend, so that's uh, that's pretty cool. So these guys are going to have a really good course. Um, there will be a lot of snow, which means the jumps will be even bigger. And so anywhere on that map uh, that are ditches are, are areas you can drive, sit on the shoulder, and you'll be able to watch these guys come through. Just, now, oh, go ahead, Colton. I'm just curious, is the is the entire course groomed or just the trail portion? Um, so just the trail portion, which is through the woods, and then there's an area of the ditch that is also groom trail. And then that area by the pit location on County Road 29, um, going to and from that start-finish line is not groomed. And so those rough ditches there will probably be some of the best action of the weekend, I would think. Yeah, rough is right. I'm just picturing driving through there, and I know that's uh, getting into boulder country. And uh, a few swamps in there, you might catch a log or two. So it could be... <laughs> Could it be interesting if nobody has cleared the path yet? <laughs> just absolutely. Yeah. Before we go, I just wanted to mention. I know I, I was at one of the meetings, one of the most recent meetings, and volunteers are huge to this event. How cool has it been that you've had so much um, interest in helping out for this event from the volunteers? Yeah. So nobody. Uh, there's a lot of sponsors that have helped out, but then besides that, um, you know, nobody gets paid to do this. So all of us that are helping are volunteers, and we've had a lot of people from the community to help out and plan the event which has been great. Um, we're still looking for volunteers for, for that Saturday, Sunday this weekend um, for day of to be spotters on the race course, which is a cool deal. Um, so, you know, volunteers has been a big part and we've still just got a little ways left to go uh, yeah. to be ready. That, yeah, it's awesome that we've had a lot of people come out and talk about this and uh, just, just help out. I mean, it's, it's been fun to see. Um, it's really not, not been super crazy. So tell us a little bit about the where we're at in the race season. So I know you had mentioned at one point we are kind of getting towards the end of the season. Um, what does that look like for this circuit and kind of what these drivers are coming into? Yeah, so the beginning of the race season, the first race is always on the ice. And then in the middle, which... Uh, was in December, and then in the middle, there's three to four events that are terrain races like this, and then it ends with on the ice, and then the last couple are on the ski hill. And so the reason this one is such a big deal is we are the last terrain race of the season, which for a lot of drivers, terrain is, is their best course. That's how they do the best. And so there's a lot of drivers up in that pro class and semi-pro class that are going to be looking um, you know, to either be in the lead or keep that points lead. Um, for the points battle for the season. And so Niswa is kind of the big final terrain race of the season. 
Yeah, that's that's cool to see, and, and the fact that we're having all these pro racers come down. I mean, I I did hear maybe we chatted too a little bit. There are going to be some Canadians coming down. Yeah, so we've got <laughs> racers all over uh, all over North America. Um, for, you know, mostly Midwest. We've got guys from New York, um, and then there are some select racers that are really talented that come down from Canada. Yeah, so it's not just a you know a Minnesota circuit or a Midwest circuit. I mean, we got people coming from all over the country and uh, coming to to, to Niswa and and getting to some some people from some people the first time ever seeing our area. So it's cool to bring this event to Niswa and just continue it going forward. So. Uh, you designed the course, so they're not going to let you race, are are they? Well, you know that's to be determined. I uh, I think that I'll still be able to get out there. The cool oh. thing about it is, uh, you know, there's nothing quite like designing a course, being able to go race it, and having guys come see it for the first time that are so talented that they'll beat you without even thinking about it. Oh, that's so, crazy! <laughs> I've been on the course, but I wouldn't say that it's the biggest advantage in the world. So, Justin, before we go, um, I know the Chamber has had a lot to do with it, the Niswa Chamber. Is that the best place to find more info about it? Is there a Facebook page, or where where's the best place to find out the best info on this event? Yeah, so you can go to the website. It's corepowersports.com, and they've got some info on just the race day itself and all that kind of stuff. But the Chamber is definitely uh, the best place for local information, for volunteers, for anybody who wants to either go to the races or be part of it, help out. Um, the NISWA chamber is kind of posting updates every day with, you know, how you can help or what the track looks like, where you can go watch, uh, all that kind of stuff is all available at the chamber. Yeah. They've been a really good help. Uh, so for those of you who want to come out and, and watch the races and, uh, kind of be a part of this event, uh, there will be some food and, and some beverages for people. So, uh, it's not going to be just an, an open space. So come ha- hang out, bring the kids, uh, walk through the pits, be able to get to see, uh, these big race trailers that come in and, and a little bit about, about what goes into the event. So, um, it's going to be a lot of fun, bring out your family and then go find a spot to, to watch these guys just, I mean, tear the track up. So. Yeah, a cool thing about the cross-country circuit, specifically Niswa, what's different than all the other events, is we um, are not charging you to enter the pit. So a lot of these races you go to and you got to pay to get a pit pass or to walk through and see what's going on. Um, and our event is completely free for spectators. So if they want to come walk around, see people working on the snowmobiles, kind of see the behind-the-scenes before they go out and race, um, that's all available and all free for everybody. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So super excited for this year and years to come with the event. Um, got your sled all ready to go. I think we're, uh, we're as ready as we're going to be. <laughs> Might get out and do a test run or so. Uh, but Hey, anything that's else right. uh, you want to throw out there before we let you go? Uh, I just want to say thanks to everybody in the area. Um, anybody that's been a part of it, that's been helping out, um, especially all our sponsors. We've got a lot of guys that have donated money, donated time, um, clearing the pits for us, owner excavating, um, all kinds of stuff like that. So it's been a really good, uh, good insight to the community here to be able to work with everybody and, and have so much support. Awesome. Thanks, Justin. And uh, good luck racing this weekend. Thanks, Justin. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me guys. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, so first time I ever watched him race was I was in high school, and they were out in DL. And and at Detroit Lakes, that was like one of the ice races. So they set up right when you come into town, right where all the hotels are and stuff like that. And that was, it's so much fun because they have little tracker chips on each snowmobile. So you get to see, you know, where they're at on the track and stuff like that. So it's it's a lot of fun. So So this was likely the race in DL that all the semis went through the ice on. Sure. You don't remember that? I don't remember. No, I don't but probably. That was a big, yeah, a big ordeal. 
right there in the bay alone. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it was. But yeah, they do they do a lot of different areas. Uh Pam went down and watched them. They, there's an Okaboji race. Um yeah, so they go all over. So definitely a cool thing to have coming to the area and uh be fun to watch watch the sleds. Colton, we yes. mentioned last week there's a lot of events left in the area, For which sure. means we're gonna overlap some weekends, and that is exactly what is happening this weekend. Yeah, honestly, I think it's probably a good thing. Um one of the conflicts that Justin and in the chamber and the rest of the team were having with the course was um it is frozen flop, frozen four. Yep, uh, the whole the whole you know, shebang. Yeah, three day party that uh, Gull Lake Events puts on uh, is also this weekend. So yes. I know when Pam uh, and I think Justin was with mm-hmm. when they went to talk to um, Lakeshore at their city council meeting. I like chief of police and city and the board all apparently just like about blew their top. Their eyes popped out of their head and they're like, you, you what? You're doing what? <laughs> What's this now? Um, so I think it's, it's a good thing that they put the, the race where they did. I think, you know, there's, there is a lot going on. Um, the, the frozen frozen four is a bar hopping event in itself. Mm-hmm. So right. the, the least amount of traffic, the, the better. So, yeah. Yeah. So, and keep in mind, uh, talking about overlapping and stuff. So this event is going to run, the races are going to start at like nine in the morning. Um, and then they should be finishing up by three. And thank you to the like drifters and all those snowmobile clubs right. in the area because they're going to be coming out and actually grooming the trails right after the race is finished on Saturday and Sunday to make that make those trails so they're good to go for the rest of the riders the rest of the day. So yeah, it's quite the process. I'm excited to see it come together and uh, watch it grow over the years. I know next year there's already some bigger plans for for better things. So it'll be always it'll be fun. But um, Frozen Four, yeah. Um, we're going to get Sarah Smith on the line here. She leads a lot of the, um, that. She leads the committee for the Frozen Four. She's one of the top dogs over at Camp Confidence, and a lot of the proceeds do go to Camp Confidence, I believe, from Frozen Four. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get Sarah on the line to tell us a little bit more of what to expect this weekend out on Gull Lake. Hello. Sarah. How's it going? Great. You are on the Listen Local podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. You are here with... My co-host, Colton Mayer from Woods to Water, and Isaiah Moingen from Woods to Water. So, yeah, I'm in the minority here. So he just called you a co-host? <laughs> oh, I'm the only female, so I'm really in the minority oh, here. <laughs> this is how it's going to go on this one, huh? So, <laughs> so, Sarah, before we get into Frozen 4 stuff, we did just spend some time together while I was out there. And actually, we had some Woods to Water representation out there, too for the Special Olympics at Camp Confidence. Honestly, being there, it was awesome. But now that you've had a, some time to decompress from that very, very busy winter event, how, how do you think mm-hmm. it went? You know what? It went great. Our athletes absolutely love all the activities, and that um, non-competitive Special O event out at camp is one of our favorite days of the year. And it held true to that once again this year and to just see all the smiles on all the participants and even almost more so on our volunteers. It's just, it's so great to see all the time. So it, it was fantastic. So I was, I was glad you got to witness it with us for yeah. sure. And, and what did you expect? Was the turnout what you expected? Was it more? Was it less? Um, it yeah, so, to, yeah. yeah, we had a little over 200 people there. In a high year, we would have like a little over 300, but you know, coming off of not being able to have that event the last year, we were very excited um, that we were able to have that many people. So it definitely met our expectations and um, 
we'll just go, get back to our 300 numbers probably next year for sure. Yeah, it, it was super fun. It's an awesome event. I mean, everyone had a smile on their face out there. Super cool. But that is just one of the many hats you wear in this area. Another <laughs> yeah. one is stuff you are one of the leads for Lakes Jam as well. Um, you, you didn't yep. tell me that. I know. Isaiah Sarah, just this is Isaiah. Here we yeah. go and, again. Uh, yeah. I'm a jammer, as you would call me. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, be told, all the hats that I wear are because of Confidence Learning Center. Because, you. you know, this community is so great. And, you know, things like this and to be able to participate in all these local events that just really benefit local charity. That's why we do what we do. And it's so cool that all these businesses are willing to have those partnerships with us. So I can wear so many hats. Right. And the main one, other than, of course, Camp Confidence, this weekend's mm-hmm. main one is for the Frozen Four. What was it like getting that all put together? And where do you think we're at? Um a few days away here. Well, we are just a few days away, and Mother Nature is throwing us some curveballs. Um, so we're sitting good. We are, you know, typically what we do is on Tuesday we set up tents, and this year we're going to set up on Wednesday after the snowstorm. But our event ticket sales are higher than where they've ever been at this point in the game. Um, by a little bit. So we're very excited about that. And I think people are just excited to get out and see everything that we have to offer. So we're, we're really looking forward to that. Yeah, I think it's so funny. The last uh, guest that we had on is uh, Justin Olson with the uh, core power sports uh, NISPA 100 race. Oh, yeah. Ecstatic that yep. uh, all of the snow is coming for them and their racers. But uh, <laughs> yes, obviously poses a challenge for, for your event. So. Well, it does. It's like we, you know, we've been plowing snow out on hold the day bay and we want to make sure that we have big enough parking lots and big enough area for the tent and we just have to shift a few things around. Um, but it's not the first time we've, this is our 17th year. So we've seen it all before and we just kind of learned from the past on exactly the right way to do it to make sure that everyone has fun and more importantly, does it safely. So just for the people who don't know, can you give just some background? I mean, what is this weekend all about? What are the events? Um, just just give us some history there. Absolutely. So this is a three-day event, and it kicks off on Friday with um, a tent party on Hall in the Day Lake, uh, or Bay of Gull Lake. And what we do is we kick it off with our version of a polar punch, and we call ours the frozen flop. And so... We cuddle on the ice and people go and jump in and they're raising money for both Confidence Learning Center and the outreach program of the Brainerd Lakes area. And then we do live music to follow that up. So um, if there's people who want to come and see some great music, we got the Dos Guys and then we have um, a Shane Martin's Alabama tribute coming. So that's just day one of three. And then our main event is on Saturday. And it's really, we call it a golf feeding event, snowmobile event. It's really a big pub crawl around Gull Lake. We have 10 locations. And each one is themed this year for a different Minnesota sports team. And you come and you go around the lake and you hit a golf ball, which is a tennis ball usually or other activity. And, get your card stamped and um, all of the proceeds go back to charity, which is great. So, and then that night we also have 
live music. Uh, we're going rock that night with the ECDC band and Sweet Sirene and finish it up with some fireworks about 10 o'clock on Saturday night. And then we want to make sure everyone on Sunday we have our food fest. So we feed everyone again out on the lake and then send them home after three days of fun. Now, is the, is the food fest a, a newer addition? It's not actually. So uh, the event itself is 17 years. I want to say that our food fest is in its 14th year. Okay. So it, it's not part of the original, but um, it really appeals not just to the people who want to come all three weekends, but we also appeal to the local audience that wants to come out and try some good food and we ask you to vote. And um, This year we're doing stadium theme for the food, which... If you've been to Target Field or a wild game lately, you know that stadium food is a lot different than it used to be 20 years ago. So oh, you guys have we have a- tacos? <laughs> well, you just never know. It might oh. be out there. But I can't <laughs> think of a better way to raise money for the area and bring out locals than uh, party bus. Give Isaiah Lake Jam yeah. walking tacos, and he'll be there. <laughs> yeah, and you know, for you jammers, Lake Jam will be out there too. So you better come on out and say hi to all. <laughs> Can, can can wear just got way too yeah, I was going to say, can I wear my headband or should I not have it so I get another headband? Or Oh, no. I, w- I would definitely wear it and then just try All to right. score another one. Yeah, All for right. sure. Uh, I, I mean, for those of those of you who haven't been out there, um, the, the tent party is is pretty impressive, the, the show you guys put on. I think just the tent itself, um, being out there in the middle of the lake, you wouldn't, once you're inside the tent, you wouldn't know that you're in it. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. just a, it's just a, a cool little party out in the middle of the lake. So, so do people that come is, out and park on on the ice, or where where do you recommend people go? How do they get? So there? we we do have a parking lot out there. Um, with this snowfall, our parking lot might be a little smaller this year than normal. We're doing our best to keep it large. So we mm-hmm. also use Oli's shuttle service. So if people want to park at either Zorba's or Ernie's or even. Over by Dock 77, Oli's will be doing shuttling between 6 p.m. and 1 a.m. Um, so if you're not comfortable driving on the ice or things like that, uh, you can also park up on the shoreline, and we have a, we'll have a walking path, so you can walk out from the shoreline right on that little front of Drodon um, Hall in the day bay as well. Great. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So, Sarah, yeah. where can people find more info on this event here in the next couple days before Saturday? Absolutely. Go to gullakeevents.com or look us up on Facebook at Gull Lake Events. They can go to Confidence Learning Center um, page to find links. All of our tickets are on sale online until Thursday. Starting on Friday, you'd be able to purchase tickets at the locations. Um, but we do encourage you to go online and then pre get your tickets. Um, if you can't be there but you want to help support, uh, I encourage you to go to that website and you can donate to any of our girls and flop teams as well. One more question just for clarity on the on the um, golf portion of the event. Mm-hmm. Is it a four-person team? Are there teams? Is it individual? And will the shuttle be running? Yeah, great questions. Uh, individual sport, and you just get a stamp. And then at the end of the day, you turn in your scorecards and then we do drawings for prizes. We give out a lot of prizes and we give those out on Sunday. We'll also post those, but we do run shuttles. So what we do is we contract with Riker Bus Services. So we have 10 buses 
that are running all day long. You get on one bus, go to your favorite hall, and then um, jump off at that location and then catch the next bus that comes through. They, and so they'll be at locations about every 10 to 15 minutes. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's a good time. And, you know, we have 10 participating locations. I mean, so if you're not familiar with all the places around Gull Lake, you know, anywhere from Zorba's Grandview, Roundhouse Brewery is in this year. Ernie's, The Sidetrack, Legacy, Sunshine Summerhouse, Stock 77, and Cowboys. So you can start and end at any one of those locations. Gotta love it. That's a, that's a that's, lot of sounds like there. Sounds like something uh, with three of us should probably probably, probably go do. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed I haven't seen your names come through the ticket purchases yet. So well, I, I, think, I think we should get your hooked up. I thought there was Jacob a deal that you had a cover. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I might have. I might have hooked them up a little bit. Oh, we could see, get, yeah, I might have to go get a couple drone shots. And as we've mentioned before, <laughs> it has to be eight hours bottle to throttle. So I bottle have to, to yeah. throttle. He I always. To, <laughs> he'll look have, at me and he'll do like the tip back and then the throttle forward. Yeah, bottle to throttle. I can't. I can't have a sip of alcohol within eight hours. So it's got to be drone first. And then fun. So, Sarah. And then fun. Yes. And it's responsible fun, but well, definitely have lots of it. Well, Sarah, here's <laughs> the thing, though. We want him to drink because last time he was partying and he wasn't drinking, bad things happened. So, we're trying to go the opposite way. <laughs> I might have heard some stories about uh, that, actually. <laughs> if you didn't yeah. hear him, you'll see it. Uh, yeah, you'll see him. <laughs> oh, she's yeah, seen I it, too. Yeah, I might have witnessed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sarah, thank you so much for coming on, telling our listeners about all events come, going out on Go Like this week. Frozen four, frozen. What's the second one? Flop. Flop. The flop. Frozen flop. That is correct. And the food fest. And the food. All what right. time does the food and fest start on Sunday? Eleven o'clock. Get nice. there by five to eleven. Goes until the food is gone. Oh, that's wonderful. All right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. It was great to have you and hear more about the event. And if you're planning to do the Nissan 100 race, make sure you hit the frozen four afterwards and go win. Win some prizes. Win some fun stuff. And drink. I love it. And drink. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks so much. I feel like we talk about drinking a lot. Yeah, I'm actually um, sober. So Amy Lee can call me Evanescence. Evanescence. Do you get that joke? No. Call me when you're sober. That's a song. Anyway, at least it didn't get awkward till now because I thought we were flowing really well and I have to make a bad joke that I have to explain. You guys, there is a... I mean, if it was a Kendrick Lamar reference, we probably would have gotten it, but... Yeah, geez. I wouldn't have gotten it. Isaiah would have got it. So anyway, a couple great guests, a couple great events going on this weekend. Um, Once again... Also, one more we did not talk about, not to step on Frozen Four's toes with their golf We're stepping on all sorts of toes, so... Uh, It's also the Ice Tea Open at Moonlight. This weekend, that is right. Which I also will probably oh. be at. Um, you got a lot of shooting to do. On I do. It bottle like to throttle. No more. No bottle this weekend. It's all going to be throttle. So <laughs> I'm wondering throttle. if you can park somewhere on uh, what is it, seventy eight. Like yeah, Bar Harbor to, to 29 stretch. Park somewhere in the middle and just get both events at once. That'd be awesome. Mm, yeah, I could park at the truck middle of the way and then unload the snowmobile, go to the event, and then you're still banking on that. Yep, and then r- drive right. right to Zorba's with the sled, got it, right on that cutoff, and yep. then get a ride in the Riker bus. And then what happens to my sled? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Stays up there. <laughs> Spark plugs get pulled. <laughs> oh, heard that story before. Yep. <laughs> oh man, yeah, a lot going on. Thank you so much to Sarah and 
Justin for coming on the show. There, that was a lot of information there between the two That's of them. That's a lot of information. It's just crazy to me, and we talk about it all the time, but it, every weekend there's these events that people spend their entire year planning. Yes. Every weekend, all winter long, there's something going on, and it's just it's cool to see. Yes. But do we have a lull coming up, though? Uh, there's one weekend off. One weekend off. Yep. What are we going to do with the weekend you, off? And actually, there's live music. I, I We had our social media this meeting this morning, and there's live music at like six different locations. So not really. Um, March 5th. Other than that, I think the weekend after that is uh, St. Patrick's Parade. I've heard of it. I might be wrong. That would be March 12th. 19th is the, 19th. 19th is the, is the parade. So there's two weeks. Two weeks off. It's live music. Just... <laughs> just go listen to music. <laughs> Sorry to debunk your theory there. I was just curious. Mar- my next couple of weeks. So March, we just—it's not even winter anymore. Right, right. Unless we get a foot of snow, and then it's winter. <laughs> <laughs> and we're starting to ramble like usual. We've got the Nissan one uh, coming up. Jacob, oh what God. is your favorite Girl Scout cookie? Oh, we're gonna—I know what you're gonna say. It is the caramel delight. Isaiah, go ahead. What? I, w- I just wanted to know what your favorite girl's cookie was. You told me that I was calling it the wrong name. No, I did not. This is a fight that I have with my wife. She calls them Samoas. They, it used to be called that. Mm. No, no, no. Right? It's down south, like where she's from, which is like southwest, yes, farm country. Sh- shit you not, they bought the same box of cookies, and it oh, said Samoa like two years ago. We put them side by side, same box, different name. They still produce it. I was being stubborn for a while and saying, it's not a Samoa. Like, what are you what are you talking about? It's a caramel delight. That's correct. But I have now learned that there are boxes being made that are called Samoas. I'm just happy to hear that the debate is not that that is, in fact, the best cookie. You like that one, correct. too? Yeah. yeah, of course. It doesn't. It's Everything America. else isn't very good. It's not really no. even a debate. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. Um, although the there was there was a new one. Okay, what was that one? Did you see that? Like a, like a, like a cream-colored box? Uh, yeah, I bought a box. I think okay. it was called Adventurefuls. Of Adventurefuls. Adventurefuls. They're brownie cookies with caramel uh, uh, in them and like pretzel? some sort of chocolate drizzle. Okay. Uh, I've not tried them. Okay. I'm Got not it. sure. Well, I'll check in next week on that. Yeah, quick, quick and note. Peanut, peanut butter patties. Those are mm. decent. Mm. Decent? Yeah. Um, do you like your Girl Scout cookies frozen? Does the duck swim on the lake? I don't know. <laughs> PG? <laughs> what you wanted to say? <laughs> no, it was a Holes reference. A what? Really? Holes? Yeah. He goes, uh, does the duck swim on the lake? Oh. And he goes, doesn't matter because my daddy owns the lake. So Isaiah's yes. been waiting all yes. episode to break out the accent. So he got it in there. <laughs> Jesus. He was really how now brown cowing before this thing, and now it's... Straight to the southern accent. By the way, we don't discriminate against the southern. Speaking of southern accents, so I was in the airport at Punta Cana, and there was a guy <laughs> next I to me. I learned that it's not Spanish, and it's not southern accents, so I'm still working on it. I'm in the gift shop getting some Pringles for the, for the flight, and I was grabbing a beer, and the guy next to me had two Coronas, and he looks over at this uh, Dominican kid at the register, and this man was not was from Alabama. And he goes, <laughs> do you have any limes? And uh, the kid uh, brought him an entire lime <laughs> and a plastic knife and said, here you go. And then I was walking back to my terminal and he was 
cutting this lime <laughs> next to his chair, trying to get the lime in his Corona. So, how is you're uh, from the South? Don't you carry a pocket knife? You're at an you're airport. at an airport. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that makes I sense. I invited home too. <laughs> I'd like to give a shout out to the Punta Cana Airport Security. <laughs> Oh, oh man. All right. We got to wrap this one up. It was really good until the very end there. Um, where will you guys be this weekend? God, I don't know now. Yeah. So many possibilities. Probably all of it. My wife's not going to like it, but mm-hmm. I never had a choice. No, I never had a choice either. Um, I'm on the planning committee for Desk 100, so I'll be out there all day, uh, Saturday morning early and Sunday morning early until the races are over. Um, watching all that, getting to cruise around and see that happening. Um, and then I'm honestly, I've never done the frozen four thing. So, um, I'm probably going to see if I can hop on a bus after that. Yeah. It sounds really fun this yeah. year. I mean, I'm sure it's fun every year, but well, with a little the more whole, like, this year. smorgasbord on Sunday, like, yeah, it's okay. a nice touch. That's a wonderful touch. Doesn't start to 11. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's a nice touch. Probably this do that. area does not shut down in the winter. So, no. and this just another weekend to shout that as loud as you can. I think that's the first. Well, right. And I was talking to somebody earlier, and I think we've had this conversation. It's like these winter events are very, very keyed up for us locals to come out and be able to have a good time and not have to worry about much. So, yes. All right, guys. Anything else before we sign off for the. I just episode? really wanted to thank our sponsor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to thank our sponsor, and I'm glad you did, too, because thank you to PLGL Sanitation. That the is wonderful and talented Tyler Gardner. Talented. He's the mayor, and he runs a couple businesses. I think he started a Facebook page with the other one recently. Like yep. something. He doesn't want us talking about it yet, though. Does he? Okay, well, that's another sponsorship. So. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just. Exactly. Pequot Lakes and Go Lake Sanitation. If you now, don't have a red can you. on the end of your driveway, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, we need a slogan. We're going to work on it. Yeah, we're we're going to workshop it and get back to you. All yeah, right. we, we also need ideas for how local are you because Isaiah seems to be letting that one slide. <laughs> um, I don't remember what that even is anymore. It's a slippery slope. Yeah. It's a slippery slope. So please send me ideas. You guys have been uh, dropping that ball. So <laughs> <laughs> Sound like me now. DM me, please. Else. I need ideas. <laughs> or somebody just don't fact check it. So... <laughs> With that being said, thank you, Jacob. Thank you, Colton. Welcome back to the show. And have I don't usually do this. No. Yeah, you were on a good good track. I know I was. Try again. Welcome back to the show. Yeah. Just goodbye. Welcoming myself back. Sure. (laughs) Welcome back to me. (laughs) You're lucky to have me. (laughs) So good to have me here. Nice intro last week, Jacob. Whoa. <laughs> I love it that he waits till the final seconds of the show. Thank you, everyone.